I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. And we are live. We'll give it one second. All right. Awesome, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue. This is episode number 35. And I am your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and I am here with the amazing Linda Kane. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Linda because she's kind of a big deal. Uh, Linda's all about events. Her diverse background and experience in planning domestic and international events for over 20 years has found her amazing places to work and design live events for her clients. Now, Linda's clients are like, it's like the Rolodex of the who's who in the live event industry. And she especially loves working closely with her clients to map out a full strategy using the live event model as part of their marketing strategy. So, Linda, thank you and welcome. Thanks for joining us on Sales Team Rescue. My pleasure. Excited to be here. So we connected uh, because you are like the master of events and getting people on stages. And shamelessly, I want to be on stages. So we were introduced (laughs) and that's awesome. Uh, But we've been connected for quite a few years and I've seen you do some amazing things. And so I wanted you to be on the show. And I think the most, the most powerful way that we can help the audience right now is to talk about um, some stuff that we talked about before we went live, which is three main pieces. When it comes to live events, there's not just events or sales during the event, but there's pre-sales, then there's a live mm-hmm. event sales, and then there's post-sales. Right. Right. So let's talk about that. When you're working with one of your clients, how do you help them? Um, kind of look at that component of the strategy. So usually it starts from whether or not they're going to do have any sales team um, available on site at their live event. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to run a coaching zone or if they're going to just have a couple of their internal coaches be sales in the back of the room or they're going to hire an outside uh, sales force to come in and, and handle all their sales. So we usually start the conversation there with the objectives of the live event and, um, you know, what their goals are, how many sales they want, what they're selling. And then we frame that and at the event and what's needed on site. And then from there we build out. So some um, options that they can do for pre-event and things that they need to do for post-event follow-up. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so do you find that um, the clients that have had most success from sales with live events that they have, is it the same team doing the pre-sales and then at the live event and doing post-sales or can they be different teams? Does that matter? You know, it can be different teams, but I think the ones that it's, there's two components to it. Mm-hmm. The ones that have the higher success rate are the ones that have um, a combination of you have an internal coach or an internal salesperson mm-hmm. who's been with you for a while, knows your culture, knows your audience, knows your clients, um, and knows your products really well. And having that person be a lead, and then you can have an outside team that comes in that is perfected in closing deals and understanding the sales language and being able to get people 
in a 15 minute window that you get to coach with people on site to -hmm. be able to narrow in quickly to where they're at, what their need is and what their next step should be. Um, And without, you know, listening to the long stories and where people are and helping, having that knowledge to be able to really cut to the chase, so to speak, to really Mm -hmm. get in and where are you, what's your next steps, what have you done? And here's how this program can help you. Um, And by having that in-house person, we'll say, um, for lack of a better uh, um, word, Mm -hmm. um, have that person there who, if there is questions, if there are things that come up that they can't answer, then they can hand them off to that person right away. Rather than saying, you know, we'll have somebody get back to you or we have to wait till the host comes off the stage to find out those questions. Because in the the heat of the cell diminishes and then people get to, you know, time to think about it and then they get the cold feet and then you have to start all over. So um, it's kind of really good if you have a combination. What where where clients struggle is if they only use their in-house coaches and in-house coaches who are helping them with their program and and being a part of their their program and their sales long long going for a year, they might not have sales experience and they might not have you as you as you are a salesperson and you deal with sales every day you understand there's a difference between being a coach who can sell and being a salesperson right and so and a coach who just coaches Mm -hmm. so people that are doing coaching that are like accountability style coaching or they're uh, coaching in a program and helping people get from point a to point b and then on to c and d in the program, if they haven't had any kind of formal sales training, um, or if they're just not really good at being able to talk people into that next step, then they're not the kind of salespeople that you want at your live event. So, but they might be the person that you want at your live event to be that middle person between you, the host on stage and your sales team so that they can get all those things answered. Right. So, um, so what, also really helps is if your sales team, when you're doing, um, so like as an event company, we do pre-event phone calls for our clients and we do things like we do confirmation calls. So, Hey, Jeremy, we hear, you know, you've got a ticket. We see you haven't activated it yet. You know, are you coming? Yes, I am. Boom. Finish you off. Um, then if there's a conversation where you're not sure, or you've got, you know, you were like, I'm in the program and I'm just not really feeling it. Then, then our conversation is, well, let us get you to one of the client's coaches or let me, let me get you over to the client's team so they can help you make this decision and, and see where you're struggling within the program. And then we can hand it off to somebody. So that's always nice to have a in-house person available to do that too. The outside sales team really works best when they can come in um, a couple weeks ahead of the event. Um, look at surveys that have been done. It's really nice if you're doing a live event to do a survey to your members. So we have a really good idea of where they're at, what they're expecting from the event and being able to have that um, uh, available to them. And then, um, and then we, um, you know, they look over all that paperwork and then they might do, um, some individual calls to people that the host has targeted as, you know, key people that they want in their program and they think should be in the program. So they might do a welcome call. We're so excited. We're going to be on site. Um, 
And then when you get on site, it's nice to have that sales team, whatever the combination is, to be at registration and to help with registration because they get to have that's their first connection with people. And if they've had a pre-call, it makes it really nice because like, oh, you know, Jeremy, so good to put your, you know, face to the name and all that. And you start to build instant camaraderie there between your salespeople and, you know, the attendees as they're checking in. Um, what what doesn't feel good is, you know, you've got the registration team that t- checks people in and then the host gets on stage and announces his sales team. And then they have you go out to sign up for appointments and you are like, who are these people? You know, I have no mm. connection with these people. So anything that um, that we can do in pre-event to just sort of, even if we can't do anything before we get on site, at least having that sales team help with the check-in on site gets that familiarity and they understand they're part of the team and then you don't feel like you've been like um, railroaded into like, Oh my God, they're, I'm going to be sold to. Right. Right. We all know we're going to get that when we go to a live event. Um, And if we don't, we should, because that's, you know, the purposes of live events are expanding your audience, having your one-on-one with your, you know, tribe, your attendees, bringing camaraderie to your group and building a community that's going to work, continue to work and go forward with you. And the live event really helps to facilitate that because as people are at a live event and they get to know each other and are you signing up and I signed up and I had a great time and I w- I'm doing this, that camaraderie also helps to push sales because, you know, we want to, you know, we want to be with people that we like going through a program. Gotcha. Yeah, and I think that that the key piece there that um, not only applies to live events, but any type of scenario where you're having a salesperson mm-hmm. kind of inserted into the client journey to be able to have those touch points in advance, right? How do you build mm-hmm. that relationship so that it's not like, oh no, the salesperson's here, right? Mm-hmm. They want that relationship, that trust, and because it's going to make the the sale a lot smoother. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it helps to, um, it helps you as the host too, to, if you have the opportunity to work event after event with the same sales team, um, it helps because they're just an extension, just like your event team. If you're working with a professional event team, the event team is an extension of your company. So it's really, um, it really helps if your sales team, your event team, um, your audiovisual team can all take on um, while they're at the event, your culture, you know, hmm. behave within what, you know, like don't come in and be this forceful, we're doing it our way, sales team, it's us against you, you know, that will never work. Right. Um, you really have to adapt to the mindset of the host and the culture that they're, they've created. And I've seen a lot of sales teams fail. Um, at live events. They're great sales team. They're wonderful on the phone, but they get to the event and they just don't know how to um, acclimate themselves in the culture that's happening at the event. Um, And they're, you know, they're there and they're more concerned about, you know, hitting their numbers, which we all are. We all want to hit the numbers. That's super important. That's why we're there. But, um, but they, you know, they become put offish and then, that really will affect sales. And there's almost no recovery from that. So, and then post sales, um, what happens is after event, one of the things that is really good for people to pay attention to is that 
if you have an outside sales team, then they have so many days to finish off any closes, to close off any leads that they have. Mm -hmm. And then those leads, and typically I don't like to see that go longer than 10 days, um, Mm -hmm. 10 business days, which is two weeks after the event. Um, after two weeks, if they haven't closed those leads, then, then, then it needs to come back in house and either the host or the host's internal coaches, um, have an opportunity to do that reach back out, you know, one Mm -hmm. last reach out, um, and find out, you know, what, you know, where the, where the person's at and why they haven't made the decision and what was holding them back. Um, the other thing too, is, um, as a host really, you know, we really think through the process of and and empower the people that are in the back of the room doing the sales or your sales team to know what, like, if you have a percent down, does it always have to be that percent down? Can be more? Can it be less? Um, what are the guidelines if they want to pull money from their IRA or from a 401k or any other kind of CD or plan or savings account where they have their, you know, they might have funds? Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes that's not all on the um, form. You know, right. the form says, you know, 25K program, 3,000 down, monthly payments of X, you know, start in 30 days or two weeks or whatever. And so people see that and they don't, um, they don't, you don't think like, oh, well, I'd love to do this, but I, all my money's tied up for another 30 days, Right. So um, the sales team being able to articulate to that and to understand that and know that. Um, Also, it's really nice if you have somebody, um, if you've connected um, to a credit company that can come on, be on site, that can come and uh, work with people to run their credit to see if they, you know, qualify for, you know, PayPal um, has a good program for deferred payment. Mm-hmm. Um, or just credit card companies where you can qualify to get a credit card to put your, you know, down payment on, or even your monthly, you know, your whole program, right. um, depending on where people fall. Um, so all those kinds of things, um, a live event host can bring in to help with sales and it, it works. It makes it really, really nice. Um, the key is to do it within your culture so that you're bringing mm-hmm. in people that, mirror that are very effective and understand your culture. So that works great. If you can do that, you've got, you're going to have a win all the way around. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Wow. You've given us a whole lot of gold (laughs) nuggets. That's awesome. Um, Well, I do have one quick question for you. So you mentioned after the event, two Mm -hmm. weeks is kind of the window for the post event closing before you Mm -hmm. hand it back to an internal coach. Um, How early on, how much in advance from a live event should somebody be, um, doing kind of the, like the pre the pre event follow ups the the check ins. I know you handle some of that for your clients, right? Well, yeah. So so forty five days out. Well, even sixty sixty to forty five forty five to sixty days out, you should um, really be well into. Um, you know, people have gotten the registration. You know, they've had several emails, several Facebook messages, ads. However, you're running the enrollment process. Mm-hmm. Um, but about 45 to 60 days out, there should be a call team in place for those bonus ticket holders or for people that you see who have opened the email several times, but have never clicked through, right? If you've got phone numbers for those, um, and I really encourage people in your, in your processes, um, to, 
ask people for their phone number, you know, and just let them know, say with the new technology, we're using text notification and we're using text reminders. So please, you know, drop in your phone number so that you can get the phone number. Right. Um, And then you can send out a private message to someone and just say, Hey, I'm reaching you on text because we'd love to have a conversation with you. Here's our link to connect, you know, and, um, and start those kind of calls. So you want to do your bonus ticket calls. If you've been, if you've been speaking on stage and you have a list of people that signed up, you know, to get more information from you, um, those could be phone people that you can start to reach out to. Um, anyone who bought a ticket, but they haven't done any of your upgrades is another good person for a sales team member to call. And, um, Hey, see, you're coming. We're so excited. You didn't do the VIP upgrade. You know, um, it, can I talk to you about what's holding you back? You know, how can we make that happen for you? Um, and so you can, yeah, so you can start those calls that time, but definitely, um, in the last run of closing 30 days out from the event, you really have to be on top of it. Awesome. On top of those calls. Mm -hmm. That's phenomenal. Linda. thank you so much. And I know you've got a a hard stop coming up pretty quickly. So I just want to hit you with a lightning round because it's my favorite part of the show. And hopefully you will love it once you're through it as well. (laughs) Um, So first question, we know coffee is for closers. What's your favorite kind of coffee? Well, I don't drink coffee. (gasps) Just kidding. (laughs) Are you a tea lady or just straight water? Nope. Here's my poison. Oh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> play on the edge. All right. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Rockstar. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> the energy uh, queen. All right. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the number one book or movie you'd recommend to sales reps or sales leaders? Oh my gosh. Um, I like the seven habits of successful people by Stephen Covey. It's always a great one to go to. It's absolutely. Absolutely. Lots of gold there. Awesome. Who's someone you've considered a mentor in your life? Oh my gosh. I have so many. Um, I'd have to say my number one is Adam Urbanski. He was my first client in this space and um, has remained a good friend client and um, I just, I love how his brain works. He's always on the cutting edge of everything. Super smart guy for sure. Mm-hmm, very awesome. Yeah. And the most fun question of them all, what's the strangest thing you do in your daily routine to keep you on your game? Oh, um, wow. Strangest thing I do. Um, I don't know. That's a hard one. Strangest thing I do. I mean, I journal, I meditate, I pray, I drink rock star when I need the, <laughs> the boost. Mm-hmm. Um, but strangest. It's all good. Get asked strange questions about the strangest thing. <laughs> there you go, right? I just made you strangest list. There you go. Awesome. Well, Linda, look, our audience, I know, can get a lot of value from the work that you do. Um, I know that you help people put on events. You help get people on stages. You help mm-hmm. get people on stages for the events that you're hosting. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
how can people get in touch with you and who is the right person that you want to work with? Oh my gosh. So uh, if you are a coach who's looking for different strategies or just to um, make sure you're in the game and playing at the max and have all of your I's dotted and T's crossed for live events and you want to just run through those kind of strategies and see if a, a, a team like ours could help you. Um, that's, those are great clients. Um, and those usually are coaches that are, you know, been in business three, four years and they're running a good event every year. Um, I also love working with people who are brand new and starting out and you want to do their first live event and they maybe have done a few small ones, but they really want to step out and do their first one so that we can really hit the ground running and I can give them all the do's and don'ts and um, experience of our 16 years in the coaching industry. Um, And then uh, people that are sales, you know, if you're looking to, if you love sales and you're good at it and you have a good track record on closing, uh, they're coaches and clients that are always looking for really good sales people. So I love connecting and referring people. Awesome. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Linda, thank you so much for being here, guys. If you want to get a hold of Linda, yeah. if you want to jump on a consult with her, shoot her a message right here on Facebook. We'll make sure she's tagged in the comments. Um, any last thoughts for our audience before we let you go, Linda? Just don't be afraid to do a live event if you have it burning in your soul because there's a way and to do them. And I have clients that are putting 30 people in a room all the way up to 1,000 people in a room. Um, it doesn't matter. You don't need all the bells and whistles. You just need to gather people together, teach what you teach, and close some cells and have a really good event. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, guys. If you want to see today's replay and uh, replays of previous episodes and even get the link for future episodes, go to salesteamrescue.com. I'm your host, Jeremy DeMerchant. Guys, remember, get uncomfortable, get results. We will see you next week, Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sales Team Rescue. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.